0: We continue our series today, and I'm going to read to you from Isaiah. And uh, we've read this every week, but um, from uh, Isaiah 9, verse 67. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom. Establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on. And forever the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The verse I'd like to read to you again is. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, prince of peace these are the names that Isaiah has given to Jesus and so today we're going to continue with everlasting father but I'd like to read to you exactly how God created a father and uh, the response from the angel when the good Lord was creating the father he started with a tall frame and a female angel nearby said, What kind of father is this? If you're going to make children too close, uh, too close to the ground, why have you put fathers up on high? You won't be able to shoot marbles without kneeling, tuck a child into bed without bending, or even kiss a child without a lot of stooping. And God smiled and said, yes. But if I make him child size, who would children have to look up to? When God made a father's hands, they were large and and sinewy. And the angel shook her head sadly and said, Do you know what you're doing? Large hands are clumsy. They can't manage diaper pins, small buttons, rubber bands or ponytails, or even remove splinters after the cricket game. And God smiled and said, I know, but they're large enough to hold everything a small boy empties from his pockets at the end of the day. Yet small enough to cup a child's face in his hands. And then God molded long, slim legs and broad shoulders, and the angel nearly had a heart attack. And she said, boy, this is the end of the week, all right. Do you realize you just made a father without a lap? How is he going to pull a child close to him without the kid falling between his legs? And God smiled and said, A mother needs a lap. A father needs strong shoulders to pull a sled, balance a boy on a bicycle, and hold a sleepy head on the way home from church. God was in the middle of creating two of the largest feet anyone had ever seen <laughs> when the angel couldn't contain herself no longer my brother wears a size 14 just by the way and my mom <laughs> my mom said my mom has small feet but my, my dad is size 12 and god said that's not fair uh, the angel said that's not fair do you honestly think those large bo- uh, boats are going to dig out um, of bed early in the morning when the baby cries, or walk through a small birthday party without crushing at least three of the guests. <laughs> and God smiled and said, they'll work, you'll see. They'll support a small child who wants to be uh, to, to ride a horse, or scare off mice in the summon cabin, or display shoes that will be a challenge to fill. God worked throughout the night, giving the father few words, but a firm, authoritative voice. Eyes that saw everything, but remained calm and tolerant. Finally, almost as though afterthought, he added tears. Then he turned to the angel and said, Now are you satisfied that he can love as much as a mother? And the angel kept quiet. A father Everlasting Father. Can you imagine? We know Jesus, the Messiah, right? We know that Jesus was never married here on earth. We know that he never had kids. But yet, Isaiah, when he proclaimed this prophecy, said that he would be called Everlasting Father. And I think of Jesus, and I think to myself, but he is like that. If you read the stories of Jesus and what miracles he performed, he was like a father. I think of the feeding of the 5,000. I think of the people that he helped, the people that he encouraged, the people, the downtrodden that he encouraged to stand up. Those that he protected. Those that he loved. Just like a father should love. See, I think that God has a, uh, Jesus is is very similar to that. In Psalm 89, it says, You are my Father, my God, the rock of my Savior. I don't know about you, but Jesus gives life. A Father gives life. When Jesus died on that cross, what did he die for? For you and for me. But in order to give us life a new life, a new creation, a day which is filled with amazing things. I remember being being, uh, being saved and, and coming before God and knowing that Jesus was my Savior. But one of the things that, that happened, and if we're calling Jesus our everlasting Father, is that He has brought us into life. He's given us life. New life. It says in Genesis 2, 7, it says, The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. In John 1, 3, it says, Through Jesus all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. See, Jesus was here from the beginning. From creation, Jesus was here. And he needed to come down, and, or he needed to be born again in order to, to die on the cross for you and for me. Give us new life, a new beginning. You know, when you, when you, when you get saved, you think differently, you act differently, you hear things differently, you interpret things differently. A lot of us have gone through that. A lot of us have have realized that and have seen that. A lot of us have have felt that. And it's very important to know that as a father, he brings life. The other thing a father does is give good advice. My father saw my wife And he said, you don't have a choice, that's the one you have to marry. But my father is the one that that often gives me good advice. This week he phoned and said, why aren't you guys talking to me? Have we done something wrong? It's not that. Sometimes we just get on with life, you know. And sometimes we, we don't ask for advice anymore because we try and do things on our own but i know that as a father he loves to give advice and my father will give advice on everything okay and i know jesus will give advice when asked he will give advice to anything and any question that is asked it says in luke 21:15 for i will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. It also says in Ephesians 1.17, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. And as everlasting father, that's what he does. He continuously, continuously gives us advice. And we need advice more now than ever before. Why do you go to your father if maybe maybe your father wasn't um, the best one to give advice to? Um, but I also know that there are fathers that... Um, They'd love giving that advice. I know our Father in heaven, he loves giving him that advice. And Jesus continuously gave advice to his disciples, to the Pharisees, the Sadducees, even the chief priests. He gave advice. He gave advice to people that were lonely, people that were, were hurting, people that, that needed somebody. He gave them advice as to how to live. Just like a good father. The third thing is that our father loves us. Jesus loves us. It says in John 15 verse 9, it says, As the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. I've told you before, my father keeps saying that uh, to me. That he loves me. And I can just, I see this father figure of this small child. And then I see this big man standing behind him, protecting him, loving him, advising him. I see that as, as that is what Jesus does for us. I see it in, in my eye and I, I, I know that he loves us unconditionally. Because Jesus died on that cross for you and for me. For nobody else. For everybody else. One of the things that he does very well is that he does love us. And then he protects us too. My father loves protecting, protecting me and my brother. My brother weighs 158 kilograms. And I'm not far behind. <laughs> but... He still protects us. He'll still phone us and say, is there something we can do? Is there something that, that I can... Is there somebody looking for trouble? Or is there somebody that you need sorting out? As if I'm still 12 years old. But Jesus does exactly that. He protects us. He protects you and me on a day-to-day basis. We're here in this place... Not knowing what tomorrow is going to bring. Not knowing if we're going to be able to meet tomorrow. If we're going to have Christmas carols or if we're able to going to have Christmas. Not knowing if we are going to be able to see our families or our friends. But it's a protection that we need right now. More than anything else. A father does that. A father loves us. A father protects us. A father guides us. And a father is just there to be with us. I don't know about you, but I want to be a dad one day. Because one of the things that I saw last week Sunday was holding that child after the baptism. We did a baptism after the service. But holding that child, and Derek, he, he had two here. But being able to hold a child and know that this child can't talk. It makes makes a lot of noise. But it can't talk. Okay, But when that child looks into your face and you're holding it. And I think that's how God holds us. That's how Jesus holds us. As a father figure. Because he is God. It's the most amazing, amazing thing ever. And so for me, it makes sense that as I would call him, everlasting father. Because he's always available. He is always going to be there for us. He's always going to love us. He's always going to encourage us. He's always going to protect us. So I don't know where you're at and how you see your Christmas going. But that's what I would hold on to. Is that he loves you, he protects you, he gives you good advice, and he gives you new life. And so that's what I'd go into this Christmas season with. So let us pray. Lord you are our everlasting father for you were created you created us to be like you and you said I and the father are one anyone who sees me has seen the father we hold on to that Lord We hold on to your love. We hold on to the life you give. We hold on to your advice. And we hold on to your protection today. Lord, we pray for our families today. They do need your love, Lord. They do need your advice. That do need your protection. And that do need your new life. We ask today Lord. That you'll be with those that need it most. As they also go into this Christmas season. Not knowing. Not knowing where to or how to or, or what to. But with you Lord. All is possible. Lord, we pray for our government. We really need your advice, Lord. Especially today. Especially with all these cases of COVID, Lord. They need your advice as to what to do, what to how to implement. And today, Lord, we just pray that you will give them that advice. Lord we pray for this world this world that is that feels that that so much is happening all around and today Lord we just pray that you will give this world a new life that they will see new good or that they will see good in every situation so lead us we pray Continue to love us. Continue to give us life. Continue to protect us. And continue to give us advice. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to sing one last song as we approach uh, Christmas. It is a Christmas carol and it's called Silent Night. Let us stand and we sing together.